Hi, you're listening to the House Call Doctor's Quick and Dirty Tips for Taking Charge of Your Health, and I'm your host, Dr. Madged. Birth control is a hot topic of conversation at the doctor's office. But honestly, with so many options out there now, unwanted pregnancy should really be a thing of the past. My heart truly aches every time I see a pregnant teenager or even an adult who seems absolutely devastated after discovering a pregnancy. However, what I found interesting is how many women and men actually really are not aware of the numerous options that there are to prevent pregnancy. It's really not just about the pill anymore. There's no best method either. That means each person is different and each option may or may not be right for everyone. So how do you know which one is right for you? Well, let's review all the current available birth control possibilities and their pros and cons so that you can actually make an informed decision. But first, this podcast is brought to you by Netflix Instant Streaming. Watch thousands of TV episodes and movies on your PC, Mac, iPad, iPhone, or TV instantly. All are streamed instantly to you by Netflix, saving you time, money, and hassle. For your free 30-day trial, go to quickanddirtytips.com slash offers. That's quickanddirtytips.com slash offers. So who can get pregnant? Well, technically, if you are of childbearing age, you can get pregnant. Childbearing age refers to a woman who has reached puberty and has begun to menstruate. Once that happens, your body is likely capable of reproduction no matter what your actual age. So this means that pregnancy can happen even to a 9-year-old child who's menstruating as well as a woman of 50 until she hits menopause. Although it is generally more challenging to get pregnant as we age, it's still a possibility. Also, it's important to realize that periods and ovulation don't always correlate. So even if your periods are irregular, you can actually still become pregnant. If you don't desire pregnancy, you have many options nowadays. Some are older methods that have been available for many years, and some are actually more advanced, but not necessarily any better. So here are 13 birth control options currently available in the United States. I've also created a free chart where you can actually see all the current birth control options, including their pros, cons, and other pertinent information about each one. So make sure you download it right away by going to the Quick and Dirty Tip website for the page for this article. So let's get started. Number one, abstinence. Of course, what kind of a doctor would I be if I didn't include this as an option? This is really the only method that is 100% effective in preventing pregnancy and STDs, that's sexually transmitted diseases or infections, which is an important lesson to learn about other birth control methods. Pregnancy and or STD contraction is possible with almost every type of birth control method out there, except for this one. Therefore, if you decide to become sexually active, be prepared for the responsibility of becoming pregnant because it can happen no matter what other type of birth control method that you decide to use. Number two, condoms. Well, this is the only other form of birth control besides abstinence that provides protection against sexually transmitted infections. It must be used every single time in order for it to be effective. I tell my patients that all it takes is once without it to get pregnant, and I've seen this happen numerous times. Keep it in your purse or wallet so that you always have one with you. It is overall 88% effective. Number three, The pill. It's one of the most common and oldest forms of birth control around. There are two main types, the estrogen and progesterone combined pills, and then also the progesterone-only pills. Progesterone-only pills tend to be slightly more challenging to take since it's very important to take them at exactly the same time every day. 
However, pregnancy is more likely when a pill is forgotten or skipped with either type. Therefore, if you tend to have trouble remembering to do something at the same time every day, then the pill may not be the best method for you. I tell my patients to place an alarm on their cell phone to remind them or to couple it with something that you do every day, like if you brush your teeth at the same time every night or if you awaken at the same time every morning, well, place your pills near your toothbrush or alarm clock along with a bottle of water as a reminder. Most common side effects include mild headaches, nausea, mood changes, or irregular periods. But these are much more common in the first one to three packs, and they do tend to resolve with time. The pill's overall effectiveness is about 95%. Number four, the injection. The Depo-Provera is an injectable progesterone-only hormone that is administered in the doctor's office every 12 weeks. It's one of the most effective forms of birth control available, unfortunately. Side effects tend to be more bothersome in some patients, and they include weight gain and irregular periods. Menstrual cycles can be irregular for the first three to six months of use, but after that, women actually tend to either stop bleeding altogether or they bleed very lightly every month. Doctors also don't recommend this method for more than two years at a time since it can actually cause bone loss with long-term use. Number four, the vaginal ring. This is a flimsy ring that you insert into the vaginal canal and you leave it in there for three weeks and then you take it out for one week. It releases combined hormones and menstrual bleeding occurs during the one week that it's left out. For many women, the biggest barrier in selecting this method is the idea of self-insertion. Those who use tampons typically feel more comfortable using the ring. It does not generally interfere with intercourse, and even if the male partner is able to feel it, it's rarely bothersome. This is a great method for someone who forgets to take the pill every day, but is not going to consider the IUD implant or sterilization procedures. The ring is 95% effective at pregnancy prevention. Number six, the intrauterine device, commonly referred to as the IUD. There are two types of IUDs, a progesterone-releasing 5-year IUD and a non-hormonal 10-year IUD. They're both T-shaped devices that are inserted by a physician into your uterus through your cervix. Other than the diaphragm and the cervical cap, which are infrequently used now, and the condom, the 10-year IUD is the only non-hormonal method currently available. The failure rate of the IUD is less than 1%, which makes it one of the most effective options other than sterilization and abstinence. I've discussed the IUD in much greater detail in a previous episode, so make sure to check that out if you're interested in learning more about the IUD. Number seven, the implant. This is a progesterone-only hormone that is released via a small implantable rod that is roughly the size of a match, and it's inserted underneath the skin of the arm, and it lasts about three years. The greatest complaints I receive are menstrual irregularities. It can increase bleeding, decrease bleeding, and vary cycle frequencies. How the implant affects your body can be unpredictable, and the irregularity may occur for the entire three years. However, it is one of the most effective forms of birth control available equal to the IUD. Failure rate is less than 1%. Number eight, female sterilization. The tubal ligation surgery is traditionally the most common method of female sterilization. This procedure is performed under general anesthesia, and here the women's fallopian tubes are clamped shut. Now, there's also another procedure called the Escher procedure. This is an in-office female sterilization procedure that's performed under local anesthesia 
where a spring-like device is threaded through the fallopian tubes in order to cause the tubes to form scar tissue. This blocks the egg from reaching the sperm and it prevents sterilization. The procedure requires some extensive follow-up, including a post-sterilization procedure called a hysterosalpingogram, where the doctor injects dye into the uterus and confirms closure of the fallopian tubes. Female sterilization has a less than 1% failure rate. Number nine, male sterilization, often referred to as the vasectomy. Likely the simplest, most cost-effective, and generally effective form of birth control. During a vasectomy, the doctor actually cuts what's called the vas deferens, which is the tube that releases sperm into the male ejaculate. The result is that sperm doesn't ever reach the ejaculate. Newer vasectomy techniques are rather painless and recovery is within one or two days. It uses only local anesthesia, not general, and it takes minutes to perform in the doctor's office and requires minimal follow-up. I interviewed a physician who actually performs a no-needle, no-scalpel vasectomy technique, so please make sure to check that episode to learn more about this revolutionary procedure, in addition to learning more about what the vasectomy really entails and what everyone should know about it. Male sterilization has a less than 1% failure rate. And number 10, cervical cap and diaphragm. These are silicone cups that are inserted to cover the opening of the uterus so that sperm cannot enter through the cervix. It's not very often that I find a patient still using these methods these days, but they are still available. Both the diaphragm and the cervical cap require special fitting for every woman as they vary in size. They're most effectively used with a spermicide in order to help immobilize the sperm so that they don't swim around these barriers and sneak into the cervix. The success rate is 85%. Number 11, natural family planning. Women who use this method learn to track their ovulation times. That means when the egg is released from the ovary each month, and then they either avoid intercourse or they use another form of birth control during that time period, such as condoms. Ovulation is tracked using various methods like measuring body temperature and examining the cervical mucus. It requires some charting through time and is more effective in those who are more disciplined. It has a 75% success rate overall. Number 12, withdraw method. This is often referred to as the pull-out method, where the male pulls out before ejaculation of sperm and is likely the oldest method of birth control. Oldest, yes, but not necessarily the most effective with a roughly 27% failure rate. This is because the male can release small amounts of sperm prior to the actual ejaculation. Number 13, Emergency contraception. This is our last option, and it is not designed as a chronic method of birth control, but for emergency purposes, rather. Like after intercourse without birth control or for method malfunctions, for example, if a condom breaks. It's a pill that can be taken up to five days after intercourse, but it becomes significantly less effective with each passing day. Therefore, it's important to take the emergency contraception as soon as possible after intercourse for the best effect. So there you go. Those are our 13 options in the United States. Make sure you download this free chart that I actually created just for you, which outlines all the birth control options available to us today, their pros and cons, and other pertinent information that you may want to know. It'll give you a nice overview synopsis. So three more quick and dirty birth control tips, and then we'll be done. First, there is a risk of blood clots with hormonal contraceptives. The risk of them, it's actually higher in those who smoke and those over the age of 35 and or family history of clotting disorders. Number two, 
Hormonal contraceptives are contraindicated in patients with a history of breast cancer. Number three, if you're breastfeeding, you can still get pregnant. Yes, even if you are not menstruating. So keep that in mind. So share your ideas and learn more quick and dirty tips with us on the Housequall Doctors Facebook and Twitter pages. And you can even find me on Pinterest now. Please note that all content here is strictly for informational purposes only. It does not substitute any medical advice, and it doesn't replace any medical judgment or reasoning by your own personal health provider. Please always seek a licensed physician in your area regarding all health-related questions and issues. Well, thanks to Netflix and Streaming for supporting this episode of The House Call Doctor. Watch thousands of TV episodes and movies on your PC, Mac, iPad, iPhone, or TV instantly. All are streamed instantly to you by Netflix, saving you time, money, and hassle. It really is one of the best entertainment values around. If you happen to be a fan of sci-fi like me, Netflix streaming has lots of options for you as well. You can watch past seasons of Supernatural, Walking Dead, Lost, X-Files, Warehouse 13, Buffy, Charmed, and even Star Trek and Battlestar Galactica. You can watch these sci-fi mysteries on Netflix instant streaming and check out thousands of other TV series and movies while you're at it during a free 30-day trial. So that's a free 30-day trial at quickanddirtytips.com offers. That's quickanddirtytips.com offers. Well, thanks again for listening to this episode of The House Call Doctor. If you have any future topic suggestions, you can email me at thehousecalldoctor at quickanddirtytips.com. Have a super healthy week.